0: When I, uh, when we, Jenny and I had our first child, Maggie Lee, um, and I remember we were in San Antonio. Both my children were born in San Antonio, where I was planting a church um, and obviously procreating as well. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and uh, I remember when um, it was time to, uh, after Maggie Lee had been born, and I was still kind of blown away by all of that. I mean, just the, the amazing experience of seeing a child being born. Um, and I remember when it was time to go home. And uh, the nurse, the doctor had given us some instructions about what we were to do. And I remember going to the parking garage. And I went out and got in the car and looked back in the back seat and looked at the car seat, which it took me about two hours To figure out how to put, you know, connect correctly. And I remember as I was going down the ramp in the uh, parking garage to get out to where, uh, to the front of the hospital where I was going to pick them up, I just remember the overwhelming sense of uh, fear and responsibility that I felt. I just remember thinking. I can no longer be the offensive driver I've always prided myself in being, right? You know, they teach you in, in Driver's Ed to be a defensive driver. Well, forget that. I was an offensive driver. And I remember thinking, I can't drive the same way anymore. And I'm getting ready to put this human being in my car, in the car seat in our car. And just the weight of that responsibility, not only of Uh, driving the car and wanting to make sure I was doing everything just right, but also just the overwhelming sense of responsibility of my life's never going to be the same again. It will never be the same again because I will have this child and I will be responsible for this child. And uh, the same was true with Jack and just just that same sense of, wow, I sure hope I don't mess this up. (laughs) Probably we've all felt responsibility in in that way or a similar way. Maybe it is the responsibility that uh, we feel when we have a job and that job requires us uh, to do certain things. And we know that uh, there's going to be a boss who comes along and says, hey, did you do it the right way? Did you do the things that I asked you to do? If you're a student, the same thing is true with teachers, right? You get... Uh, homework or you have to study for a test and you have this responsibility that you're gonna have to show what you did show your work and how you came to that particular conclusion we all have responsibilities and we don't always know how to balance the tension of uh, knowing what to do and then all the things I'm not sure that I'm supposed to be doing and the weight of that and maybe even the sense of accountability Well, our parable of the uh, talents, as it's commonly known, is a great reminder for us about responsibility, about what it is that we are supposed to do with what God has given us. And as we hear this story, I think we find ourselves in it in different places. Maybe it's sometimes we are like the first two servants. And just to give you another refresher, so this... this, uh, Uh, I would say an employer this this master is coming and is uh, saying I I'm going to give each of you all three of you particular amounts of money based on your ability and so he gives you know a lot to the first uh not quite as much to the second and then the third just a little piece and says I want you to take what I've given you and uh I'm going to come back and uh When I come back, you know, basically I want to see that it's been handled in the right way. And so the first one goes and takes it and invests it and knows exactly what to do with it and, you know, makes a huge profit. And by the way, denarius would be like a year's wage. So when you start thinking about this, uh, you know, you're talking about 30 years of wages and and more. And so uh, he makes money and the master says, hey, well done. (laughs) You did did a great job, maybe even better than I thought. And you really made us some money. So I'm going to give you some more money to go invest. And then the second one does a great job as well. Doesn't have the same increase, but um, the master says, well done. You did a good job. I'm going to entrust you with more. But then what happens with the third one? Master comes back in town and calls him in and says, hey, uh, what'd you do with the the money? You know, these other two guys, it really... They made me proud. I mean, they made me some money. And uh, he says, well, you know, I knew that you were a, a, a real risky guy. I knew that you were harsh and how you were manipulating people to get money. I mean, this money's not even yours. It's basically usury. And so I took it. I did the safe thing with it. I was actually kind of scared that I would either lose it all or that you would lose all your money And then maybe I could give you some back. I mean, I'm kind of embellishing the parable a little bit. But he says, I took it and buried it in the ground. And back then, you didn't have a bank to go to, right? Much like we have today. Uh, And so you would do what maybe some of you do already. You put it under your mattress or you bury it in the ground. And that was very commonplace back then to bury your treasure in the ground and not tell anybody where you buried it. And so he didn't do what he was supposed to do with it. He didn't do anything with it. He only had to show what it was that he was given and did not use the money properly. In other words, he was irresponsible. He did not uh, demonstrate that he was a good steward. And so you see this, I heard somebody gasp over here. There there was a kind of a violent end to that, right? Uh, He's going to throw him out where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. You ever seen two dogs fight? There's gnashing of teeth. That's, that's kind of what the deal is. So uh, it's a terrible thing that happens to this particular guy. Jesus was telling this parable, uh, just as we look all throughout Matthew, but particularly where we've been lately in the parables. He is talking about the kingdom of heaven, right? And he's talking to his own people, he's talking to Israel. And he is talking in the same line of people that have come before, whether it was uh, uh, Moses or uh, Elijah or Isaiah or Amos or Jeremiah. You pick any of the prophets. And then more recently for Jesus, it was John the Baptist saying, you guys have been messing up. We're going in the wrong direction as a nation. And so what we've got to do is get back to where God wants us to be, to do the things God wants us to do and to do them in the way God wants us to do. Them. And so he tells them this story, like, you know, you guys are not going to listen to me just telling you right out. So find yourself in the story. He wants them to know that God had given them great wealth, great riches, great, a great deposit of blessing. And that he wanted them to take that, to enjoy it, but to share it with the rest of the world. Next, uh, the, the next parable here in the story, and we'll touch on a little bit next week, is the sheep and the goats. That's even more interesting, right? He says, I'm going to put the sheep over here, I'm going to put the goats over here, and we all wonder, well, am I a sheep or am I a goat? Which one am I? I think one year I had y'all do the sheep sound over here and y'all did the goat sound over here. Um, and so he says what you did For the least of these. And what you didn't do for the least of these, you didn't do for me. He's talking about the poor, the hungry, uh, the disabled, uh, the sinful, uh, the blind. I mean, just go right down the list. These are the people that were forgotten about in their society. And Jesus said, we're not supposed to forget about them. We're supposed to love God and love our neighbors. And we have forsaken that. And we're going the wrong direction. We're trying to get all this power and wealth from the Roman government and going to take it over. That's not the way to go. And so responsibility, you're supposed to do something with the life that is within your hands, that God has put with you. You're to do something with it. Where are we with that? Where are you with that? What kinds of responsibility do you feel? What do you have? What is it that God has placed in your hands? Really, all of us have been given something, right? We talk about talents and we immediately think about uh, maybe a spiritual gift or I know how to play music or I know how uh, to do business or, you know, I know how to teach a class or whatever. But talents uh, is so much more than that and what God gives us. And it's usually more than one thing that God gives to us and what we are to do. And one of the great blessings of this week is that it is a time of uh, being aware of what God has Put into our hands to count our many blessings, right? We are to count uh, and to understand what God has given us, to look at it and realize, wow, God has given me so much. God has blessed me with so much. It may not be as much as you think somebody else got, and we're not to even think about that. We're to think about, what has God given me? Well, all of you are here today, and you have breath, right? Uh, Otherwise, you'd be slumped over uh, in, in your pew. And uh, all of us have clothes on. Thank God, right? (laughs) Although, when I was in San Antonio, uh, the river uh, was flooding one of the years that we were there. And there was a nudist camp uh, right up the river. And I got a call from the constable in in the middle of the night. And he says, hey, uh, can we um, uh, send some people over to your church uh, because they uh, they're they're gonna you know die out here on the side of the river and the, the levels were going up and I said sure and he says and pastor I just need to tell you uh, don't freak out but they're a nudist camp the ponderosa so I was like hmm. okay well, well we'll see how that goes and so uh, the The next uh, morning, when I got out there, they were all spending the night in different parts of the church, and they all had their clothes on and uh, but that was kind of close. I thought, <laughs> one rule we have is you got to wear quick uh, and as I looked at them, I thought they're really not the people i 'd want to see naked anyway, <laughs> anyway um, where was I going with that? <laughs> we all have something, and we 've all been given something and and we are to realize that and give thanks for that, not just. During Thanksgiving week, but all the time. But then the other uh, thing we are to do is to understand that we are going to be held accountable for what we've been given. What God has put into your hands and under your care, God is going to hold you accountable for it. That whenever our time comes to meet God face to face, there will be a time of judgment. There'll be a, and it should be a positive thing, right? We, uh, even believers, are held accountable for what they've done and for what they've not done. And so that's where that weight of responsibility comes in. And that's where Israel was going off the tracks because they thought, oh, we got all these blessings and all this stuff. And uh, we don't have to care for the poor and the hungry and the people who have been treated with oppression and injustice and all that. It's all about us. God says, no, it's not all about it. You've totally missed the point. What I have given you is to be shared with the world to every nation, to be a blessing to all nations. You're the ones that I've chosen to do it, and you haven't been doing it. As we start to think about that, it leads us to live our lives differently, doesn't it? That we have responsibility, and we will be held accountable. But also to understand what that means in terms of what that's going to look like for us. How we put those things into work, the things God has given us, how do we put them to work? How do we invest them? Uh, We did a great flea market sale. All that goes into ministries that we do here in the neighborhood, whether it's under Highland Center Ministries or Church for the Highlands. Uh, We uh, had uh, a great play on Thursday night. It was amazing uh, where we talked about uh, the play... Uh, was kind of a sneaky way of getting us to address racism as well as uh, our criminal justice system and some of the failings of that uh, and to explore some ways that we could do things differently. We had a huge meal in the gym for a Thanksgiving blessing (laughs) dinner. We had more people than I've ever seen for a meal. We ran out of tables. We ran out of chairs. Uh, I think God blessed the food to the extent where we were able to share it with everybody. But we used what God had given us to serve other people. That's a great example. And there's so many other ways. The veterans, we had a huge group at the Veterans Center on Tuesday night and uh, celebrated birthdays with them. And uh, people had uh, made cakes and we had cakes uh, there to celebrate and to share with them. so many things that we are called to do to put what God has given us to work. And the same thing is true for all of us. Imagine a world where we are all doing that. Imagine what Highland will look like when we are all using the gifts that God has given us to serve the people here in the neighborhood. Imagine what it will be like for you when you get before God. He says, what did you do with what I gave you? And you say, here's what I did. I didn't do the best. I wasn't perfect, but here's, here's what I've done. And then to hear those words, imagine that. And Jesus says, Well done, good and faithful servant. Come on in. Come on in and enjoy the fullness of what I have planned for you. May we all hear those words. Amen. Amen. Amen.